Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board at WKOK's On the Mark program. I'm Joe McGranahan. Rob Centers across from me. I'm Miss... strikingly handsome Mark Lawrence over here. That's right. Mr. Mark Lawrence is our wonderful producer, so he's doing a super duper job today. It's, let's see, Friday. And Dixie is our floor manager. 2021 <laughs> is the year, and uh, it's a gorgeous sunny summer day out there. Welcome aboard, sir. Typical left wing exaggerations and misinformation. Oh, what? <laughs> so none know. of that was true? No, not a bit of it. Oh, my gosh. Well, how about this? Now I have verifiable information from Fox News on the market sponsored. Wait a second. The... I got my ear trumpet in so I can hear it clearly. Oh, you hear, you'll hear this, baby. <laughs> on the market sponsored by, oh, an ear trumpet. Is that what that's they were what called? That's what you called me. Yes, that's what you said, Mike. I call them funnels. Well, but, they uh... called them ear trumpets. Oh, back in the day. Okay, super. I was prior to hearing aids. Mm-hmm. Well, I got you. On the market sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. If you're a Text Connect member, just reply to a previous message or start up a new one at 70236. Uh, if you'd like to sign up for Text Connect, you can do so at wkok.com. Strangely enough, it's on the uh, little sub-banner called Connect With Us. And for those individuals, all you got to do is... Uh, sign up. We need a text number from you, and then we can use uh, your information. We won't sell it to anybody else. We just use it to send you uh, no more than a dozen messages a month, and uh, it's been a little bit less than a dozen messages a month lately. Good news there, but uh, we would use it to tell you breaking national or local news, dead celebrities, tornadic weather, closed roads, major roads, that is, typically sort of the state routes or numbered roads that are the big connector roads. That's the kind of thing that goes out via Text Connect. We sent out a Text Connect last week when the very first cases of uh, the coronavirus popped up in Pennsylvania. So we sent that information out uh, there. So we were very glad to do so. Try to keep uh, people informed around here with the very latest uh, news and information. Joe is adjusting his ear trumpets, <laughs> trying to make sure that he's uh, good to go uh, and that the, his headphones fit over them. It's kind of an odd look, but uh, hey. See, there's one. Ear trumpets. Oh, those are nice. Okay, so you put that little device in your your ear. ear, Right, and then people yell into the other end of it, and you can hear what they're saying. Well, they wouldn't have to yell, just speak normally, right? Well, perhaps, but, you know, if you're really hard of hearing, it would help to speak up. Okay. Just so you know. All you right. accuse me of having one of those attached to Fox News uh, all no, the time. No, 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 no. I said you had two of them, one on each ear, and they're connected to Fox. And Typically, those are your... you only use one. I call them your Fox funnels, but <laughs> okay. you say they're ear trumpets. Ear trumpets, Okay, right. well, at least you admit you got them. <laughs> so we're, we're, admission is the first step to rehabilitation. <laughs> Thank you. So you get uh, you get your misinformation from Fox. I get mine from uh, CNN, and we go from there. Actually, we got a lot of CBS news, but, you know, and on the topic of media bias, I mean, let's 
be serious well, we've got for a, a couple moment. of things going on here this morning that are pretty big. That relate to media bias? Yes. Um, we have talked about this in the past. We seem to think that CBS occasionally, depending upon the story, does seem to have a, a liberal lean to it. Uh, we've, I think we've verified AP has a liberal lean in some of their stories because of the adjectives that are used and so on. Right. You mean absolutely pathetic news network. <laughs> well, they're not the quite AP. that bad. But uh, in any event, uh, uh, but uh, so what, what did you find today I that found, relates to this? I found two things. First of all, uh, the Trump campaign has sent a scathing letter to Twitter's leadership after the platform took the unprecedented step of labeling one of its videos as manipulated media, saying that under the social media giant's new standard, Joe Biden's team has uploaded its own doctored and deceptively edited video as recently as last week. The Biden cam- campaign is scared as hell that voters will see the flood of unedited and embarrassing verbal stumbles that will continue to go viral if status quo Joe is the nominee. Trump campaign Payne's Rapid Response Director Andrew Clark told Fox News, Twitter shouldn't be an enforcement arm of Joe Biden's campaign strategy, but if they choose to police every video clip, they must hold his campaign to the same standard. Now, here's where the confrontation began. It began over the weekend when Trump Communications Director Dan Scavino tweeted an edited version of a Biden speech in which the former vice president appears to deliver a muddled and inadvertent endorsement of Trump. Now, let me stop you there. I saw that over the weekend. It is an obviously edited video. You can see the jumps and the blends and so it on. It wasn't edited except that they cut off his sentence, the last thing he said. Right, That's you can where see I'm the getting. jumps in it. Scavino's clip, which the president later reposted, did not alter any of Biden's words, but it cut off before the conclusion of Biden's sentence in a rally in St. Louis. Conservatives called the video an obvious attempt to highlight Biden's verbal gaffes and argued that no one would reasonably mistake it for a genuine Biden endorsement. And I think you would agree that Biden is (laughs) unlikely to endorse President Trump. Understandably, the Biden campaign has a strategic interest in intimidating social media companies into suppressing true and embarrassing video evidence of Joe Biden's continued inability to communicate coherently, a sad truth that has been publicly noted by Democrats and media figures alike. That's according to Trump's campaign chief operating officer, Michael Glasner. Still, it appears that many people employed by big tech corporations in Silicon Valley are assisting the Biden campaign by instituting a special Biden protection rule that effectively censors and silences legitimate political speech that Biden's campaign and its supporters do not like. There was a reference to a March 3rd video uploaded by the Biden campaign that contains a slew of clips that are taken out of context and manipulates audio and video of President Trump in order to mislead Americans and give a false impression. Uh, This video, Glasner points out, contains two clips spliced together to fabricate a quote and give viewers the false impression that he called the coronavirus a hoax, a claim that the nonpartisan international fact-checking network has previously debunked. Look, another debunkation. (laughs) We have a lot of debunkations. Well, I'm glad. The president, in fact, called the Democrats' response to the coronavirus their new hoax. Additionally, the Biden video effectively repeats a false claim uh, the former vice president himself made 
made in his campaign launch video, asserting through selective editing that the president called white supremacists in Charlottesville very fine people. The assertion, although widely made in progressive circles, is untrue. The president was referring to protesters on both sides of the issue of whether Confederate statues should be removed from public places as very fine people. In fact, 49 seconds after President Trump said those words, he said, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. As one CNN anchor said, he's not saying that the neo-Nazis and white supremacists are very fine people. And yet you, too, have said that on the air here many times, that he called them very fine people. He didn't. He said there's fine people on both sides. But then he went on to say he was not referring to the neo-Nazis. You know, if you would listen to the full context of his speech, he said he was not referring to the neo-Nazis and the white supremacists, whom he said should be condemned roundly. Well, everybody heard what he said, and everybody knows what he means. There's no mystery there. He thinks that there are some individuals who are on both sides that are really fine people, and it would include white supremacists. And no, the rest he of says... He, well, I'm he sure says, he clarified it later. That's, we all know what he seconds, said the day he was, of. He was talking at the same time, 49 seconds later, after he said the thing that you harp on, he came back and said, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the okay, white Joe. nationalists. All right, Joe. You can d- continue to deny reality. <laughs> you not only have well, your funnels missing, on, but you've got, you got whole, your blinders on, well, too. Well, you blinders, you're just walking past the whole argument here that Joe Biden's campaign wants a video that the president put up that only cut off his last sentence taken down, and yet Twitter is leaving up Joe Biden's video that contains really demonstrably false assertions about the president. Okay, so in Shouldn't there be a standard that applies to both. So in conclusion, Joe, what would you say? I would say that Twitter needs to be spanked. <gasps> if they're going to take down President Trump's... Really? If they're going to label tra- Facebook President Facebook and Trump's, Twitter have a liberal lean. If they're going Is to take... bulletin? If they're going to take down President Trump's oh, comments... They should, for for one one reason, they should take down the ones of Joe Biden's that echo the same type of reasoning. Yeah, one one of our good listeners says the president did some very timely backpedaling in order to try to save his skin. Where was that? We all know how he really feels, Joe. That's you know we know what he said. We all know. Yes, you are the left. It's been obvious over the decades. Yes, of course. To come up with how he what he really means is no mystery. We know who his base is and so who his this, dog, this whistles dog whistles go whistle, out to. Yeah, yes. I love a good dog <laughs> whistle. That's funny we said it almost at the same time. <laughs> I knew where you were going. I've well, been doing this show you, with you for a long see, time. See, that's true because you recognize it when you see it. So that, it's all... No, it, I recognize when you're going to call something There's a dog no whistle. news here. Twitter has a bias. I'm ashamed to admit that <laughs> you've only just discovered it, but the rest of it is already new. But don't you think that if we're going to talk about the Russians' influence in the election, that if the Republicans and Democrats are doing the same thing? Well, they're Americans. <laughs> they're oh, okay. allowed to influence our election. So, in other words, the Russians, to use misleading information and bad stuff, that's wrong. But if our political parties do it, that's okay. Gee, forgive me, but two wrongs now make a right. I'm glad I found no, that out here today. Three wrongs make a wrong. <laughs> well, I don't think anybody should use misleading or wrong information, but I think people have their guard up. But Russia tries to hide there, so it looks half plausible. So don't don't try to say that the Russian meddling in the election. 
elections is okay. I know you concede that it's been going on for decades, and that's fine. That's uh, you know, there's nothing you and I can argue about that. And we've meddled in other countries' elections. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Are then we it's all right. Then never mind. That's okay. I guess right? it's fine. Yeah, I guess it's good. No, I, how about if we stay, keep our nose out of other people's business? Would that be feasible? That would be a good idea. All right. Well, then let's do that. But ex- but but forgive me, but our national interests sometimes dictate that we interfere Meddle in other, in people's, other people's elections. Okay. Well, not necessarily their elections, but their business. 1-800-795-9565. You got an email. What's that say up there? Well, we have an email, two emails. Uh, Tom makes his contribution this morning. He says, there's always a lot of religious nonsense on this show, and yesterday was no different. Here's a thought to consider. Was Trump a test for evangelicals? Hate and division is fine with them, lying as well. Money was all they cared about, and it still is. Because of of COVID-19, that money is being lost. COVID-19 was present at CPAC. Yesterday's record stock loss broke a record set in 2008 and is now the number one loss. Many other losses were before this one with many more to come. Maybe, just maybe, God's seen enough and he didn't put Trump in the White House as a savior for the world as the evangelicals have proclaimed. Maybe it was a test and the evangelicals failed miserably. I was really happy to see the oil market tank as well as the banks, two of the biggest corporate crooks on the face of the earth. Now maybe we can afford to fill our gas tanks. But million-dollar bonuses for CEOs are probably in the making. Trump is talking tax cuts again and re-election fears setting in. How will we pay for them? Answer, Reaganomics magic! On another topic, Chris was right on. There is too much misinformation on this show. My legs are always sore at the end of the shows, wading through misinformation up to my neck. This misinformation is coming from the same regular callers and co-hosts. Come on, people! Not everyone is dumb! Tom! <laughs> when people do capitals, Joe yells in case somebody. That's can. what it's supposed to. You're supposed to do. That means they're yelling at me. I just re- I, read I, their. I get that. I'm just explaining to our audience in case somebody we haven't explained that in the past. We get new listeners every day, Joe. <laughs> okay. So before you offend them by yelling at I them, I didn't mean to offend them, but I'm just reading the letter the way it was written. All right, Tom's a good letter writer. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate that. We do have misinformation on the show, but that's why we have Tom to tell us that something's false. So if you hear something that ain't true, send us a text, so email, or a tweet, or a Facebook the banks message, are, or anything. The banks are among the biggest crooks on the face of the earth. Well, That's the truth? Them. Two of them are, apparently. Who? I don't know. I didn't know that banks struggled yesterday, although I didn't dig. Bank too. stocks are down. Right. Well, everything's down. The Dow Industrials <laughs> is down 2,000 points. So is oil companies, and they're enjoying an untimely gas war. So he's ha- really happy to see the oil market tank as well as the banks, two of the biggest corporate crooks on the face of the earth. <laughs> You don't find any problem with that. Why would why would the banks be corporate corporate crooks? I mean, we depend on banks to keep our money safe, to grant us loans when we are building something or starting a new business. We put our money in them, hoping to get interest back from them. To call them two of the biggest crooks. Now, some banks did some bad things during the. <laughs> some banks did some bad things. Just call me Ilan Omar. Some people did some stuff. <laughs> All right. You know, and I'm well, not saying oil take companies. Away. I mean, you can argue if you're an environmentalist, oil companies have been responsible for a lot of damage to the environment. Now, obviously, I got to work here today using some oil, so I'm complicit in the whatever you want to say about this industry. But uh, well, you certainly can say that the oil companies are guilty in some oh, yeah. areas, particularly yeah. environmentally. The dire predictions about the Alaska pipeline, have they come true? There was going to be death to all the animals. They were going all to the die trying to get across. Yes. 
Yes. They're all dead. They're all gone. gone. And, of course, gun safety, as Joe Biden told us, 120 million Americans are dead by gun violence in this country. Well, I think that's exaggerated. So was the damage to the tundra and all the stuff from the oil Hmm. leaks. Oh, it's going to be terrible. It's going to leak out there. So somebody (laughs) faked a picture of the uh, Alaska oil pipeline um, spewing oil and oil all over the ground, and the the tank, the pipe had actually moved a short distance because of the pressure, the back pressure from the oil spewing, and it was like an unchecked mess. It was totally, you know, computer generated. Oh, false news. <laughs> it was somebody's funny. Widely circulated, Somebody's sure. funny tweet, I think it was. <laughs> okay. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Give us a buzz. Mike, thanks for calling in. You're on the mark. Yeah, hey, come on. I wanted to uh, respond to that uh, last email there where the fellow was on a rant. And he was happy about the banks and oil companies getting creamed. Right. After... Yeah, after I got done playing an epidemiologist yesterday, I went across the street to uh, go in my local bank, and in the lobby there was a sign that said, open an interest checking account with a deposit of $250 and get a free cruise. <laughs> well, that's probably going to be uh, be about that expensive going forward, because I don't imagine too many people are going to want to hop on a cruise ship these days. <laughs> of course, that is just a joke that I, I tried know. to make up. And used to be a toaster. That, You'd get a toaster for a two hundred fifty dollar deposit. <laughs> a toaster, and I was always wondering when I was a little kid, how many toasters do people need? And who doesn't have one? But anyway, that's all I had. I just wanted to try to uh, raise a little levity after uh, that uh, that rant there. I, I think that guy needed a laugh. All right, we got to thank you so yes, much. He could he Mike. could benefit from a sense of humor. I'll agree. <laughs> Take care, man. You too. Appreciate the call. 1-800-795-956. Try to get open phones right now. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. And one of our texters said in response to Tom's tearing us apart and yesterday, uh, I just wanted to say you guys are great and make my morning commute interesting, and I learn a lot. Thanks for being awesome. Oh, let's, let's, let's have that thank you one, and Frank. good night, everybody. Yeah, we're we'll, going to put that in our next promo. <laughs> we'll end the show on a high note. SMC Ford F-150 Explore Escape. SMC Ford F-150 Explore Escape. SMC Ford F-150 Explore Escape. Sunbury Motors Ford is challenged to sell 75 new F-150s, explores, and escapes during the month of March with these huge savings. Choose from over 140 new Ford F-150s with savings up to 16 grand, and they start at just 24.794. Pick from over 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Explorer with discounts up to $7,500, and they're slashed to as low as 33.965. Browse from over 56 of the all-new 2020 Ford Escape, and they're reduced as low as 21965 Want more? Take an amazing 10 grand off a 2019 Ford F-150 Raptor and a whopping $20,000 off a 2019 Ford Expedition. SMC has Central PA's largest selection of new Ford trucks, so hurry in to Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show uh, on the mark. Mark Lawrence here. Mr. Joe McGranahan is my co-host. Rob Sanders, our fabulous, fabulous producer. So we always appreciate his help and hard work. We are arguing about media bias, factual information, doctored videos, Twitter's left-leaning, and uh, Joe's uh, Fox ear trumpets that uh, make sure that everything Fox says goes right into his head. Uh, Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, this is an opinion. This isn't going to be necessarily fact, but 
like on that last rant, it seems to me, I've been listening to these rants for a long time, people in that genre would be happy to see America fail as we know it because Trump's making us successful. Because they hate Trump that bad, they'd be glad to see our country fail as we know it but with the representative republic system so that's my opinion on these people they can't stand a success and when there's a failure like the stock market falling yesterday they're happy because it makes trump look like a failure but Dan, That's you don't you don't realize, Dan, that when the market was going up, it was President Obama's doing that really triggered it. But now that the market's going down, it's Donald Trump's fault. Who said yeah, that? Exactly, <laughs> the Democratic <Joe>. pundits. <laughs> exactly right. Nice. I see that so much that. Yep, I agree with you there, Joe. And it's a sad thing that we can't be more together. And when things go good. We don't have to give Trump all the credit. We, I, I don't. But I think we should be happy that things were going well. And let's not blame everything on one man. Well, I think, uh, I'm not sure what the president could do if he, let's suppose he was a decisive, assertive man of action, what would Gee, he... I believe he is. I know, <laughs> I'm just joshing it. Uh, what you would do about the Dow plummeting, I mean, it's nervous investors bailing out on stocks, you know, getting out while they can. Um, I, I don't know what and the president I, could do. I believe, like, Rah, I think it was Rahm Emanuel said in the President Obama administration, he said, don't waste a disaster. And, <laughs> and this is what they're doing. They're not wasting this coronavirus. It's a disaster, yeah, but they're taking advantage of it by using anti-Trump propaganda. They're blaming this all on Trump like he had something to do with it. So they're using their own propaganda. He had something to do with the virus? Oh, yeah, the Democrats yeah. were calling it the Trump oh, virus. On, they guys. were. They were calling it so the Trump virus. So you hear some pundit say something automatically, like it represents. You know, normal Democrats aren't saying that. What are yeah. they saying? Well, I know normal Democrats aren't. The Democratic leadership trying to right, elect you the and, president. You and um, our congressman talk about the leftists. Yeah, the leftists are saying this, but all the rest yeah, of us are just normal citizens. extreme left-wing press and them. And they they put it right on Trump, and they're using this to their advantage to panic people into something. What they don't tell you every year, 29, 30,000 people die from the virus. The virus is around us all the time, and we're not panicked about the other strains of the virus that we aren't vaccinated for. We can't vaccinate against every strain of the virus. You don't see any panic on that, but they pulled this out because they could use it against Trump and make him look bad and bring down the market is their wish. 
They're all happy about it, unfortunately. No, just look at the headline in the Washington Post. As the coronavirus burns, Trump scores a perfect Nero. Or Vanity Fair, he's definitely melting down over this. Trump, germaphobe-in-chief, struggles to control the narrative. There, there <laughs> you have it. It's, it's just too bad that this is used as as propaganda. This bothers me a lot, but that's the way it is today. We're, we're not together by any means. Well, then the, then the New York Times, the failing New York Times, the coronavirus is coming for Trump's presidency. <laughs> uh, and uh, the new, the, uh, who is this? Well, I think this probably will hurt the president's Vox says, Vox chances. says, Trump's coronavirus tweets reveal a president in denial. You know, he's writing a fine line between alarming people and being um, reassuring well, what did the, the AP people? yesterday in one of their stories, they called him the nation's calmer-in-chief. Meaning he's to calm the nation. And which that is his job. That's what the story was about. You know, and I, I don't think any of us know. I don't think the, well, maybe the CDC people know, but we don't know how bad this thing is going to wind up being. Supposedly now in China, it's abating somewhat. You know, so maybe it won't be as bad as we thought. Maybe it won't be the pandemic that Anybody CNN calls. Anybody who's still alive is feeling much better in Wuhan. Thank you so know, much, Dan. Yeah, Thanks for checking I in. I know a family. I, I heard that I'm related to them. They're buying, stocking up on goods so they can stay in the house for a long time and not go out. So well, if you're a survivalist, you should already be ready. Yep, so that's how the panic's hitting us. So you good talking with Take care, Dan. Have yeah. a good one, buddy. Have a great you too. Appreciate the call. Well, I, I'm sad to hear this, that uh, common sense is so lacking on the, you know, you hear something from a pundit or wherever you're reading it, and uh, you, you think that it's the gospel truth and that that's ob objective, factual information. But put Usually that aside. Usually adults have a filter where they recognize something that is either exaggerated or it's just something to keep in mind, but I guess yours put is that failing. Aside. Put that aside, Mark. Okay. And let's, let's look Setting at it, it aside. Let's look at it this way. Should the media be supporting the administration's efforts to try and calm people and provide a legitimate assessment of what they're facing? Or should they just write headlines that make it sound like the president has uh, fumbled a political football here? here okay, here's AP stirring well, up people. Wait. Okay, here you go. All right. The nation's calmer-in-chief, and calmer-in-chief is in quotations, Mark, is working overtime. President Trump says he isn't concerned that the coronavirus is getting closer to the nation's capital and the White House. I'll read the rest of this after this from yesterday's headlines. Right. Well, they make it sound like he's unconcerned. Oh, brother <laughs> Joe. All right. Uh, we will return with the intelligent portion of our broadcast day starting at 9.06. You're listening to News Radio 107. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is diametrically opposed to me at the table anyway, but we're in full agreement about 
Well, we agree. <laughs> what, you're lost? All right, we don't agree on anything. <laughs> Dow Futures show it's, they're going to have a good day on Wall Street today. You're being muddled. You're sort of like Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I've been edited. You know, yesterday he, what was his one yesterday? He did another one, had another big gaffe A gaffe. I told you before he's a gaffe machine. All these beautiful candidates they had for so long, they picked Joe Biden. Uh, you know, I, I'm a Democrat yeah. and I'm going to have to vote for him. A party of diversity and two white old men. <laughs> <laughs> Honest. To Pete. So, all right. Well, that's another topic. Uh, welcome on back, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost my place here totally. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. We should probably do a disclaimer that Sunbury Motor Company makes no claims of the veracity of anything on this program, any common sense on the part of my co host, <laughs> or anything true that anyone says that uh, calls in. They the names simply of those s- of the innocent have been changed. <laughs> that's right. They simply sell fabulous vehicles at a great price, and uh, they give you top dollar for your previously owned vehicle and they make you happy across the board alright so that's the Sunbury Motor Company I'll have more to say about them shortly our toll free line is now open 1-800-795-9565 our telephone number that's 1-800-795-9565 you can email us at on the market and text us at 70236 some brief news headlines here uh, it is all probably fake false information that nobody's going to believe, but here we go from the Associated Press. I don't believe it. I knew it. The Pennsylvania (laughs) Department of Health announced that a Montgomery County resident is the latest presumed positive case for COVID-19. Not true. That brings 10 presumptive positive cases of the coronavirus uh, to Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Secretary of Health, Dr. Rachel Levine. While we are waiting for the CDC confirmation of these results, we're treating these cases as presumptively positive for COVID-19, and we are taking all appropriate public health actions. And Dr. Levine reminded residents how to prevent the spread of the virus. Really, since the start of the flu season, we have really been pushing out the same message. We have encouraged Pennsylvanians to stop the spread of illness by washing their hands, washing your hands for 20 seconds with warm soap and water, the time it takes to sing happy birthday twice, covering their coughs and sneezes into your elbow, cleaning surfaces, and please, if you are sick, please stay home. Both, uh, on a related note, both Bucknell and Susquehanna University issued emails to students regarding the coronavirus. They're providing information to students about how to prevent the spread of the disease. Bucknell students are on spring break this week and classes resume next Monday. Two trips were canceled involving domestic travel and all international trips were canceled for Bucknell University students. The Susquehanna the leadership there uh, says uh, that they are staying in lockstep with information from guys singer and the State Department of Health. Uh, Dr. Rachel Levine gave us some of that information, so we appreciate that. President Donald Trump says the administration will ask the U.S. Congress to pass payroll tax relief as he looks to calm financial markets' fears of the impact of the coronavirus epidemic. Trump told reporters uh, yesterday that the administration is seeking very substantial relief. Trump stepped forward with the contours of an initial plan after markets dropped sharply yesterday. Several Trump confidants in Congress disclosed that they were isolated 
isolating themselves after potential exposure to the virus. One traveled with the president from Florida on Air Force One Monday. Another is his just-tapped new chief of staff, now in isolation, uh, to triple-check that they don't have the coronavirus. And the president says he's planning a three-point plan that will involve stocks on Wall Street shoring up uh, nervous investors, also reducing payroll taxes that could help individuals, and a compensation plan that would help individuals who have lost money due to lost wages because of the coronavirus. No indication how any of that would be paid for. And officials have commissioned a U.S. Navy warship in honor of the last surviving Medal of Honor recipient from the Battle of Iwo Jima, a 96-year-old war hero who looked on at the weekend ceremony. The USS Hershey Woody Williams was commissioned Saturday in Norfolk, Virginia. The USS Williams is an expeditionary sea base ship launched in 2017. Williams called the commissioning a moment in history beyond his comprehension and wished all those who serve on the ship bearing his name to be safe. The ship will primarily support aviation mine countermeasure and special operations missions. So they're an Iwo Jima uh, veteran getting honored with that uh, ship. So our salute to that veteran who served and served and served. So we appreciate that. Well, we have open phones, and when we last spoke, I was reading out uh, one of the biased pieces of uh, drivel from the Associated Press. Uh, Palm Beach, Florida is the dateline. I guess the president was in Florida over the weekend. The nation's calmer-in-chief, and calmer-in-chief is in quotes, like it's cute, like he's supposed to calm us. Like someone said it, and they're just <coughs> quoting it? Right. Uh, no, I think they made it up. It's single quotes. Single quotes. Uh, right, so I think it's just a, you know sort of one of the hats he has to wear. President Donald Trump says he is is not concerned that the coronavirus is getting closer to the nation's capital in the White House. Maryland officials warned Saturday that a person who attended the recent conservative political action, political action conference in the suburb of Oxon Hill had tested positive for the virus. Both President Trump and Vice President Mike Pence spoke at the conference, but the White House says there's no indication that either had been in close proximity to the infected individual. The Pentagon says that a Marine at Virginia's Fort Belvoir became the first military case of coronavirus reported in the U.S. Now, it's funny how when you heard this, because you have a conservative view on things, you thought they were ex- extrapolating that he's unconcerned. And when I read this, objectively, I, th- I thought, well, it just means that, you know, he, he was near somebody that had it, but uh, he's not concerned. But isn't that funny how you jumped to the conclusion that you meant, oh, so he doesn't care about I the coronavirus. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about some of the other assertions being made by the media, calling the, the Trump virus. And even one of our texters here this morning says, good morning, I blame Trump for not asking for enough funding to fight the coronavirus. He doesn't want the American people to know the truth. If Democrats didn't ask for $8 billion for testing, we would be in the know-nothing, more lies, fake news, lies, lies, and more lies, Mr. Trump. I think that was bipartisan legislation that he signed. Well, first of all, how do we know how much money is needed? He originally requested $2.5 billion. You know, so how do we know oh, that's, that's true? And Congress bumped it up to eight with a bunch of other programs. And he signed it. He's, uh, you know, and some of it goes for things like aid to small businesses. Uh, it's not all about testing. It's not $8 billion to test, as our texter seems to think. Uh, it's for uh, a, a variety of things. You know, some of them are, are buying masks and equipment. Others are tests 
but it's not all for the same thing. But how do we know $8 billion is what's necessary? Maybe it's $22 billion that's necessary. Maybe it's $1.2 billion. Maybe it's 50 cents. Yeah, maybe all they needed was one mask in uh, in Maryland, and that's all they needed to prevent well, the disease. And that would have gone on that guy that spoke at the, uh, the conservative function. These are viruses. You know, there is no cure what? for a virus. There, are, All you can do is support the person until they either get better or, unfortunately, in some cases, pass away. But in most of the instances here, it's not serious. Do you think the president serious. is unconcerned? No, I think he's very concerned, and not just about the economy, but the president's job is to worry about everything. If he focused entirely on the coronavirus and let the economy go to hell in a handbasket, you know what they'd be saying. The president today completely ignored the stock market decline. People are starving. Their 401ks are going. You know, you cannot win in this situation. There's always going to be somebody who finds fault with something you did. Instead of sitting back and saying, I'm supporting the president. I hope he's doing the right thing. I'm uh, hoping for him, praying for him. I'm supporting the president. I hope he's doing the right thing. Okay. But you're not. You're on the other hand, you're out there saying terrible things about him. Calling it the Trump virus. I never did. Now, do you make that up? More fake news. Put that on Twitter since it's so I will, fake. And, and they'll, they'll accept it because I it's anti-Trump. I never said any such thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, some good news. I hope you heard the CBS newscast. Wall Street futures are in a position to have an up market today. And, uh, of course, as you heard there, the president has a three-point plan, uh, uh, all of which should help uh, calm fears. Our calmer-in-chief is hard at uh, work. Well, what should he be doing? Should he be trying to calm people, or should he be making them concerned and, uh, you know, really say, folks, this is serious, this is terrible, there's got to be people die, we need to do something about it. Are you ready for a cop-out? I think... It's what people want to hear. I think if somebody is uh, conservative and they think the president's doing a great job, uh, it does not matter what the Democrats or the president say. They will say that what the presidents are, do- that what the Democrats are doing is wrong and what the president is doing right, and they are laid by this, and anything that is happening in the markets or anything else is just incidental. Uh, if they are a staunch Democrat and the president says, well, we want to uh, give money to uh, individuals who have lost wages because they They've been off time, and he was specifically at that moment talking about people who were stuck on a ship for like six weeks. They're out of commission for like six weeks, and of course, you'd be out of work for that time. So uh, that's the kind of person he's uh, talking about. They'll hear that, oh, that's going to add right to the deficit. But here's here's the classic. The the media was just all over the fact that the president was saying one thing and the vice president was saying another about testing. The president said, "We we anybody who wants a test will get it," and the vice president said, referring to the fact that there might be a future need. So what? That we can't. We don't have enough. You're not a rational person. You can't understand that maybe two individuals that have the same goal might say contradictory. But you didn't even listen to what I said. I he wasn't contradicting him. He was just talking about the fact that somewhere down the line there might not be enough tests. Chris, you're but on right the mark. now there is. That's right. Shut me up. Keep me from I mean, spreading the truth. You're not making truth. any. Joe, you're in rare form today. You are so curmudgeonly and uh, standing on your front lawn saying, get off my conservative lawn. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're going to buy some Scott's Turf Builder and I'm put it in your coffee. I'm just saying I think the president's in an untenable p- position. He cannot win. People won't let him. They don't want him to succeed. <laughs> Chris, And speaking ahead. to people who don't want the president to succeed... That's not Chris. We know Chris is a patriot. 
Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Uh, are you finished with your garbage now? Thank you. Well, not, yes, I, I just was, I left the time for you to take yours out. I going to give up some of this lion stuff for Lent, but I guess you didn't. <laughs> what lion <laughs> he stuff? He did not. No, he <laughs> ramped it up for Lent. What lion stuff, Chris? He's going to stop. Where am I lying? Well, Where am I lying? First of all, your uh, the Trump virus thing. It's it's like he uh, presidents do take ownership of such things, but on the other hand, he's the one who called it a democratic hoax too, isn't he? When he was no, doing, there uh, there's a lie. He didn't call it a democratic hoax. He didn't say it was a hoax. He said that the the Democrats were trying to use it as one for political advantage. And that's yeah, what he said. And in the middle of his talk about the virus to inform the American people, he had to get political like that, correct? And did the Democrats so get only political? Is, only is suitable that it kicks back in his face sometimes. Did the Democrats get political, Chris? In his face once in a while. Chris, did the Democrats get political? After he said things like oh, that, he right, did. right, right. They didn't do anything before. They 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 didn't say anything about a Trump virus. No, I don't believe they did. They did. I think the. I think he took the ownership of it when he uh, poo-pooed it. He, how did he poo-poo it? Well, he, uh, if you w actually watched anything and listened, you noticed that in every conference he was at with the doctors and the other people, he contradicted them, or they contradicted him. And then take the well, the latest report about the they wanted to tell people, elderly people and those in bad uh, with health conditions that are susceptible to the virus, not to fly. Somebody in the White House, and I don't know who runs the White House. I forget. But anyway, somebody in the White House nixed that. They didn't want that to be told. So the doctors started talking in circles about. Uh, gee, uh, people who are elderly should stay out of crowded conditions with enclosed air spaces, but they couldn't say, don't fly, because the White House ordered it. I'm not familiar with that, I'll be honest with you. I didn't hear that. I'm, you're the first person that's told me that. I'll have to look it well, up. Well, you seem to have, that's it brings back yesterday where you seem to have your phone hooked up to give you answers you like, or else the right wing's very successful. When you looked up Schumer and uh, the criticism of Trump, you got a, an inaccurate thing right away at the top of your list, first thing up. His and ear. That's another thing that President does that's so dangerous, is he mocks and insults accurate news reporting and he calls it a hoax and a fake and a lie while he promotes conspiracy theories and junk. His and Fox News and Chris, 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 hello. Never mind. I'll just talk to myself. To the country. Chris, his Fox uh, News ear trumpets also partially block his vision. Oh, no, he doesn't listen to that anymore. Don't you hear him? <laughs> oh, I've heard him, but I've heard him. <laughs> But I hear what he says. I know but where he got, heard it. Got, Trump does not respect the truth. He has no regard for the truth. He says things that are good for him, ignores things that are bad for him, and calls them lies. 
Well, it's and, hard. And the things that are good for him, whether they're through Well, somebody told me that, so I get to repeat it endlessly. Even though if I put 15 seconds of work but here's, into it, I would find out it was a lot. Here's lot. what you can't do. You I can't mean, take you can't, you can't take the current you cannot take the current issue and just address it saying this is what the president is trying to do. This is what's right with it. This is what's wrong with it. You accuse me of going back and dragging up all this garbage from the past and that's exactly what you're doing. The president lies about this, he lies about that. He says things that are good for him, ignores things that are bad for him. The fact is the president I think is trying to do the right thing for the American people now and that is strike a balance between fear and concern and hope. You know, what, what is the president supposed to be giving us? He should be giving us some hope that the government is going to be able to control this. But it, we didn't create it. It's not, ours, it's not ours to stop, but we can try and handle it and maintain it as best we can. But we ought to be siding with the president and hoping that he does a good job on this instead of criticizing every single thing he does. Why would you side with the president when he's wrong? I don't know that he is wrong, Chris. Is that that the kind of patriot you are? I don't know that what he's doing is wrong. I'm talking about this instance. What he's saying is wrong. Why? How he's running it is wrong. And and you're an epidemiologist. You know this for sure? Common sense, Joe. The the epidemiologists want to tell people not to fly of a certain type, and the White House nixes it, yes. How many countries have enacted that flight ban? I don't know. None. Oh, that... The airlines have cut back because demand, people's demand for airline seats is down. And I'm sure the cruise ship industry is going uh, down, too. How many countries' doctors wanted to say that? Well, as one of our texters says, so if you disagree with Chris, you're a liar. I'm sorry. Well, I'm getting I so sick of his insulting and, comments. You, know, you, you like they, they like the one the, yesterday, the, the angry thing... They they said oh and you're I'm going to decide Schumer said said stuff about the Supreme Court justices I admitted that yesterday and said it was a mistake and he walked it back after that and should he be censured I, but the Schumer thing was a lie but they don't like hearing that they're there the the, the the president is lying about criticism of them and making it up to make the Democrats look bad. No, he doesn't like to hear that. They don't like to hear that. That's their problem. That's not my problem. Well, unfortunately, in this instance, Chris, your partisanship is showing dramatically. Oh, my God. Joe's looking in the mirror. I'm sorry. He wasn't looking at you, Chris. I'm willing to concede. I'm willing to concede the president does bad things. The president does do bad things. I'm willing to concede that. But in this case, he's trying. Yes, I do. I've done it on this program a hundred times. I've talked about things he does I don't like. And and then you do them yourself just to show how much you don't like them, like the name-calling. Well, okay, that's just part of the president's sense of humor, I think, but whether no, it's right yeah, or wrong. Yeah. So it's, but in any event... excuses him. Uh, he's bad, but he's so naturally bad, it's just natural to him, so therefore we can't criticize him for it. Well, right. you know, then you and have... It's okay for him, but not for anybody else. Then you have he crying Chuck Schumer and threatening the Supreme right. Court justices. That's bad. Isn't that bad? And he admitted it. Well, yeah, but should they censure him? There's some talk about censuring him. You believe he should oh, be well, censured? they want to. They have the votes if they want to. That's not up to him, and it's not up to the Democrats. Well, I ask it? if you think he should be. 
Do I think he should be? I think the president should be censored if they're going to. That's censor not the an answer to my question. <laughs> See, the, you too. know, there you go, Chris. No, you always blaming others for this joke. stuff, but you don't answer oh, questions yeah. directly. I didn't blame anybody for this. <laughs> oh my God! I ask you, should Bill, should Chuck Schumer be censured? And you gave me all sorts of gobbledygook, I but not a yes or no. They select. Listen to this, Joe. Take it slow. I'll try to speak slow uh, so you can understand that, it. If they are going to censor everybody who makes a dumb, similar mistake, including the president, then they should. If they aren't going to do it when the president does things like criticize judges when he shouldn't, attack jurors when he shouldn't, then they should let Schubert pass without a censor, too. And I'll say and this slowly. Public statements about that it was the wrong thing to do. I'll say this slowly okay. so you can understand it. The president never threatened a judge. He did criticize them. Chuck Schumer threatened judges. Right, it's judges. not the same thing. Oh, People yes, recognize yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. All right, we got to go, Chris. Right. Chris, thank you There's so much. There. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Chris. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. We're going to call a truce between you two for uh, 2.5 minutes. We have one line taken, but a uh, stack of emails and a stack of texts uh, building up, uh, but we'll take more callers. one 800 7959565 SMC Ford F150 Explorer Escape SMC Ford F150 Explorer Escape SMC Ford F150 Explorer Escape Sunbury Motors Ford is challenged to sell 75 new F150s Explorers and Escapes during the month of March with these huge savings Choose from over 140 new Ford F150s with savings up to 16 grand and they start at just 24.794 Pick from over 25 of the Totally redesigned 2020 Ford Explorer with discounts up to $7,500. And they're slashed to as low as $33,965. Browse from over 56 of the all-new 2020 Ford Escape. And they're reduced as low as $21,965. Want more? Take an amazing ten grand off a 2019 Ford F-150 Raptor and a whopping $20,000 off a 2019 Ford Expedition. SMC has Central PA's largest selection of new Ford trucks. So hurry in to Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565 the open lines. Uh, Cindy, thanks for waiting through the break. You are on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Before I go to my topic, I would just like to say that I share the frustration of the man that you, on whose behalf you were shouting earlier about some segments of the economy being uh, disproportionately profitable. But the problem there is, from my perspective, I can't wish them too badly because they employ people. And what becomes of all those middle class people if that company goes down and they have no job? So it's, it's a conundrum to me. Now, do I patronize those places? No. Do I applaud that Wells Fargo has a $3 billion fine that it has to pay because of the fraud that it committed against its customers? Yes. Will I ever do business with them? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, and Joe, with regards to the pipeline, I gotta say to you, think Exxon Valdez. Would that have happened if they hadn't been pumping the oil out of the t tundra onto the coast so that they could ship it out? Probably not, but anyway. Last night, I was watching the, um, the uh, appearance of Mr. Sanders, Bernie Sanders, 
on uh, a show, kind of a town hall thing, and the people in the audience were allowed to ask questions. And so he was called upon to explain how he would pay for Medicare for All. And he started his premise by saying that every year, every American family spends $12,000 on health care. And I went, what? Because I'm approaching 65. I can't tell you a year in which I spent $12,000 on health care, not even the years my children were born. So I don't, I don't understand where he's getting this number at all, that everybody's spending $12,000 a year on health care. You know, many people receive their health insurance through their employer. They're not spending $12,000 a year on health care. Public school teachers who get their, uh, and state employees get their health insurance through the taxpayers. They're not spending $12,000 a year on health care. So I'm a little, I'm at a loss to understand where they compile that number from. But he did explain that in order to pay for Medicare for all, uh, it will require levying a 4% income tax on every dollar anyone makes over $29,000 a year. So my question is then, does this include the retirees who pay no money in Pennsylvania on income tax on their pensions and their Social Security payments, right? Are they going to have to pay this tax on that income? What income? He didn't say earned income. He said income. And he also said there would be a 7 point, I think, 5% tax on employers. And they would love this because they won't have to manage health insurance anymore. And since I'm not an employer, I'm not going to speak on their behalf. And he also said that in order to uh, provide for tuition, only tuition-free college, not the whole bill, and if you've put a kid through school like Mark and I have, you know there's a big difference between free college and tuition-free mm-hmm. college then this would be paid for by taxing Wall Street speculation. Well, I asked my husband, exactly what is Wall Street speculation? Well, it's a ta- I assume raising the capital gains tax. This would be the, month, the tax you pay if you own stock, and that stock improves in value, and you sell it, then you have a gain, right? And you pay tax on that gain. Now, I do, and I have said this multiple times on the show, I do believe that that should be taxed at the same rate, that income, as my ordinary income. If I earned the income versus I gained it through capital gains. Now, there's a lot of people that really take exception to that, like retirees who are living on their investments or uh, people who have moved most of their income into investments and so artfully they pay much less income tax than a regular person working. But I asked myself, how did we get to there? Why does that happen? Well, it happens because the Congress made these laws. It didn't just come from, you know, rain down on us one day. Congress has made these decisions, and Congress, and only Congress, can unmake these decisions, can change these laws. So why, during the Obama administration, didn't they equalize the tax on capital gains with the tax on income? Anybody want to guess? Joe, do you know why? No, we don't. No, no answer. I'm going to tell you. There was a very powerful senator from the state of New York. He's still there. And because he represents a large part of Wall Street and all these people who get these enormous capital gains, 
Well, he fought against it, and he blocked it. Anyone want to guess who that is? Chuck Schumer. It certainly is. And what party does he belong to? He's a Democrat. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> so, you know, we're being twisted in the wind with tomfoolery. We're, it's just, it's a shame to me that That's so too many, many Americans <laughs> don't stand back and get the facts. Because if you joined me in that, you'd be going, wait a minute. Wait one cotton-picking minute. Here's another question for you. Do you remember when, uh, under the Bush administration, the vice president met with all the oil companies in secret, and they all devised this plan, and everybody was in a hoo-ha because this was a big secret, this whole meeting and all of this was a secret, right? So why, when the next administration came in, didn't which happened to be a Democrat, and who all spoke out vociferously on radio and television and in print, shame on them, shame on them for this secret meeting. Well, heck, you know, you're in charge of the documents now. Put them out there. Did okay. they? All no. right, we got you. We're hustled. We are hustled by these people. Well, it's always been the case. Probably continued that way. Hey, thanks, I'm Cindy. I'm afraid that's true. Appreciate yeah, thank your call. Thank you very much. 1-800-795-9565. A slew of emails and texts. We'll read those when we come back. But we got open lines. 1-800-795-9565. SMC Ford. F-150. Explore. Escape. SMC Ford. F-150. Explore. Escape. SMC Ford. F-150. Explore. Escape. Sunbury Motors Ford is challenged to sell 75 new F-150s. Explores and escapes during the month of March with these huge savings. Choose from over 140 new Ford F-150s with savings up to 16 grand. And they start at just $24,794. Pick from over 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Explorer with discounts up to $7,500. And they're slashed to as low as $33,965. Browse from over 56 of the all-new 2020 Ford Escape and they're reduced as low as $21,965. Want more? Take an amazing 10 grand off a 2019 Ford F-150 Raptor and a whopping $20,000 off a 2019 Ford Expedition. SMC has Central PA's largest selection of new Ford trucks, so hurry in to Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Joe start at the top of yeah, the got some, We've got some texts here this morning. One of our texters says, Good morning. My health insurance through my employer requires me to spend $5,000 out of pocket before insurance covers me. Unless you have a major health problem, insurance pays nothing. They keep my money and I get nothing. This is the 1% the rich get richer. Signed, Bob. In all honesty, those health care plans, you know, you can get a better plan than that, but it costs money and shouldn't, shouldn't. Let me ask you a hypothetical question, Mark. Should the risk reflect the cost i suppose in insurance that makes sense i mean that's the only way you can that's the only way you can handle it unless you're going to look do the government thing read Um, this up here okay this is to everyone we teach our children not to bully other children yet look at us both sides try to speak a sentence or write one without calling anyone names if you can't you too are a bully just listening to it makes people turn a deaf ear need to quit the bullying or quiet the bullying well and i call joe a curmudgeon affectionately only because well quite you, um, frankly he's old and in the uh, way you got rid of a text we didn't read uh, the one that was criticizing chris we i didn't get to finish it because he cut us off um another texter says good morning trump this week has sued cnn for defamation and the new york times for libel involving an opinion piece on russia big baby trump feel that butt burn 
Signed, Bob. Okay. And finally, Creepy Joe Biden doesn't want the truth of his degraded mental capacity being shown in its full glory, but the truth needs to be exposed. Joey even said only uh, they could get Trump reelected while talking to his supporters. Joey finally spoke the truth. Tom sounds like an angry leftist, just like his hero, Bernie. You, yeah. Do you really have to move these things while I'm in the process of reading them? I do, indeed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, if you were younger, you'd be able to read it. Dow Industrial's up 888 points right now. Wall Street's up about 3.72 points. Uh, the president is talking about the fact that uh, he's got a three-point plan to kind of help things, to lower some payroll taxes so our take-home money would go higher. He hasn't said what he hopes to do with Wall Street. He's meeting with some, he says, Wall Street executives today, and and then uh, he also, what did what else? He had a three-point plan. Chris, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. What's up, gentlemen? Uh, I just wanted to respond to uh, something Cindy was saying. Uh, I do. I, I just want to give a shout out. I do love the fact that uh, she doesn't play one side. Like she totally calls it as it is. That both sides are has a dangling in the wind. And I agree. Uh, I, I do think that. Um, Schumer should, you know, going back to what someone else said too, Schumer should be censured if he's going to go out and make stupid. I think Chris, something happened to Chris when that next line came on. Are you on the right line? I, I just pushed it one time. You there, Chris? Try pushing it again. Chris, you there? No, the second line lit up hold. and then Chris just... Chris. Oh, Hello? Chris. Oh, there, there you okay. go. Okay, so for some reason the line cut off, but you go right ahead. You're on the mark. All right, I don't know. I don't know where you lost me, but um, I lost you. You so were saying I, Cindy plays it right down the middle. That's the last thing we heard. I, I, I do. I do appreciate the fact that she plays it right down the middle. So I just wanted to give her a, a shout out on that. That she, you know, she calls both sides out when they're being ridiculous. But going back to something that Sid uh, said about um, how you know Bernie Sanders with the twelve thousand per you know per family, like you know I. I think a few times in my life I've paid upwards of near 20000 but, like, I have a large family, you know, I have a bunch of kids or whatever. I think it's more of an average of what, she, what he's talking about. And, uh, and uh, just like the email said, you know, the one guy puts 5000 in and never gets the money back. It, you know, the insurance doesn't pay anything unless, you, you know, unless something happens to you. The bottom line here, and, and Bernie Sanders is right, is that it is grim, it is ghoulish, and it is awful to make profit off of someone else's health. I've had this discussion on this show when I've co-hosted. I've had this discussion on this show when I called in. Like, it is just, it's a gross industry. It's really gross. And that is ideally the problem. That is number one problem. How do you, how do you potentially set a price point on how, you know, how much someone should pay? And then it, it, you're taking advantage of people who can't obviously work to pay for what you're asking them to pay for. Well, Chris, like every, every service, every good and service that we buy or sell capitalizes on someone's uh, unmet need. For example, uh, the local body shops. If you go to the Sunbury Motor Company body shop, it's because you were in a crash. So are they capitalizing on the unfortunate incident that you had or the funeral industry? Are they capitalizing on your the sad fact that one of your relatives died? I mean, businesses thrive on filling people's unmet needs. Right to a degree, but when you're when you're trying not to, to a degree, that's what they do. It's that's what they no, do. When you're, when you're because you're comparing, you're comparing the difference between like a human life and a car. 
You're comparing the difference between the difference between someone wanting a big, flourishing, fancy funeral or someone who just gets cremated or something simple like that. And I know there's a cost to that, but like that's why um, you know maybe this shouldn't be. Maybe that should be part of the universal health care. I don't think you should have to pay to bury somebody or to, I mean, or to cremate somebody. That's that's insane. Like that's an insane thing. Why should I have to pay for that? <laughs> well, you could look at it. You could look at it as a health issue. If you don't bury the dead or dispose of them in some way, it could be bad there for your you health. But okay. seriously, the government you're, you're making it sound like everybody who makes a profit is some sort of parasite on society, that's and that's not, not true. Did I say that? Is that what I said? I said you're so, you sound like that's what you're saying. Do I? Do I? Yes, okay, you I do. Think <laughs> I think what I said was that making making profit off people's health is bullish. I didn't say that the guy at the body shop shouldn't make money. That guy should definitely make money. He earned a skill. Okay. If I crash my car or something like that happens, it's a thing. It is a thing. It is a, it is a tangible thing that, that doesn't, like, a person, if a person is disabled or sick or, or cannot function, you know, enough to uh, make enough money to pay for their health insurance, then why should they have everything, t- everything taken from them? Why should that be a thing? Why should that ever be an option? Well, because, Chris, health care is a commodity, just like a can no, of soup not. is a That's commodity. It is a commodity. It it's de- delivered the same way as any other good or service. You need the service, you go get it, you pay for it. That's you either have insurance. That That's like that saying car, in- car insurance should be free because, you know, you don't need no. it until you have a major wreck or a major problem or your house burns down. You should have free fire insurance. No, you're comparing one thing. You're comparing one thing to another. That yes, I am comparing one thing to another, but they're similar. They it's are like similar, comparing. Chris. All right, it's thank like you comparing. so much, Chris. It's Go ahead. Hello? We'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Well, well, you're basically. It's like comparing. You know, I need to have surgery, um, and uh, uh, but I have to pay to get a bed in the hospital so I can have my surgery. I also want to go see a hockey game, and I need to pay for a ticket to get in, to get a seat to see the hockey game. They don't compare. They they don't compare. They don't even. They're not even in the same league. The only difference is the reason, Chris. The re- the only difference is the reason. One is you need health care. The other is you want to see a hockey game. But the basic premise and the way it functions is the same in both instances. It shouldn't be. I can't believe that this is like a thing that humans believe. All right. All right, like this, this is a <laughs> Thank you so much, Chris. Thanks for calling in. Glad Thanks to hear for being from you. Shocked. Don't Take forget, care. you have an email offer from me to come in and anchor and work. So uh, keep that in mind. <laughs> We'd love you got to it, we'll see you later, Chris. Back in the studio here. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. I will take a quickie break. We got emails, texts, and callers standing by. We'll be right back. SMC Ford F one fifty Explorer Escape. SMC Ford F one fifty Explorer Escape. SMC. Ford F-150 Explorer Escape. Sunbury Motors Ford is challenged to sell 75 new F-150s, Explorers, and Escapes during the month of March with these huge savings. Choose from over 140 new Ford F-150s with savings up to 16 grand. And they start at just $24,794. Pick from over 25 of the totally redesigned 2020 Ford Explorer with discounts up to $7,500. And they're slashed to as low as $33,965. Browse 
from over 56 of the all-new 2020 Ford Escape. And they're reduced as low as $21,965. Want more? Take an amazing 10 grand off a 2019 Ford F-150 Raptor and a whopping $20,000 off a 2019 Ford Expedition. SMC has Central PA's largest selection of new Ford trucks. So hurry in to Sunbury Motors in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. All right, talking about health care, dirty deeds, done dirt cheap. Uh, Joe, upper right-hand corner. Nope, do you, did you want to read that? I, uh, I enjoy listening to your program as much as possible, and I know we'll probably hear from Chris and Dan nearly every day. We know as much as Dan loves Trump, Chris hates him. That's fine. Everybody has a right to voice their opinion, but I don't know how you can put up with Chris's condescension. Knowing all, know all attitude. At least Dan is polite and listens to you. Chris is a complete... Jerk, it says here. I didn't write that, Chris. Mm. And honestly, I don't agree with it. Chris is very strong and forceful with his opinions, and we disagree. And he seldom listens to me, but he loves to throw things at me, and occasionally I throw things back. Right, we welcome those diversity of opinions. one 800 will be the open phone. Uh, Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, I have to apologize. My wife put me to work in a place where I couldn't get WKOK, so I was listening to one of your competitors. <gasps> and they rep- yeah, they re- But here's the kicker. They reported that the average age of all the victims in the United States of this coronavirus is 80 years old. Oh, wow. That's well, except some of the people died in their 70s. I heard that... Uh, 20 the, victims? Yeah, there were two people in Florida who were both 77, I think I heard, who died. But maybe they are all older. Well, yeah, they all they have were, underlying health issues. The moral that's for of the sure. story is they were old anyway, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. But to me, to me, and the reason I bring that up is because you know that I always look. I like data, and I was always looking to see who these people were, what was their underlying condition, and most importantly, what was their age, instead of just hearing that they were older. And and, and then I never found an age on any of them. And I just thought that was interesting that it took till now. To, to get that number out there. Because you know, let's face it, we all like numbers. We like to know what the Dow is. We like to know, you know, what day of the week it is. But boy, it seemed, it seemed to me, and I'm just saying, it seemed like that average age or the age of these victims was like a closely guarded secret for some reason. Yeah, that's a good point. And that, that's all I wanted. My, uh-oh, my wife just came in. I better get back to work. So anyway, <laughs> hey, good talking to you guys. <laughs> Sorry to get you in trouble. <laughs> Poor guy. All right. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, Dick says, I fully understand the opinion concept that frames most of your caller's statements on every subject. Yes, they are not experts. That said, many times a caller will make a statement, a point that is nothing more than something they heard on one of the cable news channels, a quote by a talking head. Many times that comment was just the opinion of the person, and they themselves have little or no expertise on the subject they are discussing on the news show. Pretty easy to understand when a panel of liberals and conservative pundits will argue multiple topics, usually talking over each other. Hard to believe both sides have all the true and correct facts on their side. To summarize my point about your callers, many times they are just repeating an opinion they heard that they expected to be a fact. Yes, I still believe On the Mark has become stale, but sadly until this moment I haven't found anything else to waste my time doing, and that is a fact. <laughs> so now this caller, we're a writer, we're a waste of time, and the other one we no, are... No, no, we're not a waste of time. Okay. He's trying to avoid a total waste of time, so he listens to the show. But we, we're close, <laughs> but, but it's not a total waste of time. All right, Cindy, you got 60 seconds of uh, true fame. I'm trying to understand if a hospital doesn't make a profit, 
How then does it make repairs? How does it pay its employees? How does it uh, buy new equipment or replace broken equipment? Well, How I think Chris's advocacy that? is for uh, Medicare for all. The government for, doing all this for right, us. Indeed. So that's where all that money would come from, and then taxes would have to go up to pay for it. In the end, we pay for it one way or the other. Exactly. <laughs> in one end or the exactly. other. So all the right. only question is, it, it, and I think uh, we could look at examples where we have socialized medicine in this country, like the Indian Health Service, the worst by its own admission, by the valuation of every agency, Kaiser Health, whatever, the worst delivery system in the country, terrible outcomes, poor uh, efficiency, poor delivery. It's an abysmal situation. Now, if the government can't muster the will to deliver quality health care to two million people, why do we think, why on earth do we think that they could pick up another 200 million people and be successful? Because we already have, uh, we are already delivering this kind of uh, government-subsidized health care to the elderly, to the poor, to the Native Americans, to all of the and veterans. And not particularly efficiently, right? All right, we got you. Thank it's you so abysmal. much. It's right. abysmal. And they've got nothing to crow about. We have the worst outcomes well, maybe in we'll the have to do industrialized better. world. All right. Thanks, Thank Andy. you so much. Super but appreciated. She makes, she makes a good point. You know, how do hospitals, how do all these things survive if they don't make money? All right. Look at our own hospital in Sunbury. Closed down because UPMC couldn't find a way to make money at it. Upper right-hand corner, and then i got to talk about all our right. good company here. Good morning, guys. Question. Uh, good morning, guys. Question today. Are you giving us very old news, rehashing it to put it on the front burner again? Is this coming from the left or the right, or just from the news? And if we can't move on, then we should turn off everything and go out and enjoy the spring. There you move go. Move on. Now, that's sound policy. <laughs> on the mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. We've been talking about the fact that they sell Fords, and they have my new Ford uh, ready to go. But they also have a Kia Telluride that I fell in love with. It's just a beautiful sedan that comes an all-wheel drive. Consumer Reports is doing backflips over it, saying it's ultra-reliable, super low gasoline mileage, and or high gasoline mileage, I guess would be the right way to word it, and low low consumption of fuel. Is and that literally true? They are doing backflips? Uh, no, it's a metaphor. Or I a, see. Uh, well, we, on this program, we're being accused of not telling the truth. Well, so it's not hyperbole. It's a, it is hyperbole. Okay, it's <laughs> an idiom. It's an idiom. It's hyperbole, too. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of puffery. But that's the nature of advertising. Is, is puffery uh, similar to hyperbole? Uh, puffery is a little softer. <laughs> okay. Uh, hyperbole can be illegal, so be careful. So are I, you now a shill? Uh, no, okay. I am uh, reading important information from a sponsor. Okay. And so, anyway, Fords, Hyundai's, Kias, and Lincolns, all kinds of vehicles. They talk about Joe's Lincoln Navigator, but uh, in the past, he's had uh, pickup trucks, too. So maybe he just needs a brand-new F-150. He's not going to do any snow plowing. His driveway is only 30 feet long. But I'll tell you what, if he had to do some plowing, that uh, F-150 would be the way to go. Or maybe an F-250. Or if he wants to go extreme, go F-350 or F-750. Get dual axles and a dump body in the back, and he can haul around all the electronic gear he likes to get at best. 
Best Buy. And that's an opportunity for you uh, to save a lot of money, too. You can do what Joe does. If he made a purchase someplace, you know it was a wise choice. The Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Tomorrow we're going to rehash some more old news. And One of our listeners says, for the sake of my sanity, could you please stick to your two-minute time limit for callers? Too many long-winded regulars. Actually, our call limit is three minutes if there's somebody waiting. A little longer than that if the person's on topic and making a point. You are listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. It is 10 a.m.